Hello, and thanks for listening to today's Minutes with Maurice podcast. Today, I want to share a little of the life of the Comanche Indians. Comanche Indians roamed the plains of Mexico and Texas in the mid-1850s. They were a warring group and routinely conducted raids into Mexico during the full moon when they could see to ride at night. This led to the term Comanche Moon, during which they raided for horses, captives, and weapons. When white people pushed the country's borders westward, Indian tribes were decimated by diseases caught from the pioneers. As treaties were signed, tribes were constrained to live their lives within specific geographic areas designated by trees constructed by U.S. soldiers. Pioneers routinely ignored a treaty's boundary, but the Indians were fair game and killed when they strayed out of their designated areas. The Comanches were the first to use horses in their raids. Horses became a key element in the emergence of a distinctive Comanche culture. They learned to break horses by lassoing them and choking them to near death, at which point they would rub their horse's head and nose while soothingly speaking to them. As the horse struggled to breathe, they would blow into its nostrils. After getting the horse back on all fours, they would sit on it until the horse calmed and accepted the riders. The Comanche have the longest documented existence as horse-mounted plains peoples. They had horses when the Cheyennes still lived in earth lodges. When the westward-bound pioneers provoked Indian tribes, they resisted being bullied and began to fight back. An Indian tribe means a single political unit with a head chief and a cadre of sub-chiefs to do his bidding. Tribes such as the Kiowas, Shawnees, Cherokees, Chickasaws, Seminoles, Creeks, and Choctaws saw their reservation lands expropriated by the many treaties. Indian war raids were common and feared by the settlers. An Indian raid on a white settlement would result in the death of the settlers, the total destruction of the buildings, the theft of the livestock, and kidnapping of young children. As the main food source of bison and buffalo was killed off by pioneers and soldiers, tribes were forced to follow the migration of the remaining herds. Comanche tribes became the most feared 
They ruled Texas with brutal war parties. They typically left behind a scene of carnage, brutal torture, that made them the targeted tribe to be hunted down by the U.S. Army and Texas Rangers. Far to the west, Comanche tribes warred with other tribes and northern Mexico inhabitants. In the early 1700s, a band of Indians routinely raided a Mexican province named, in Spanish, Comancheria. Eventually, the raiders became known as the Comanches, a name that was accepted and used by the Indian nation. The Comanche looked upon their children as their most precious gift. They were rarely punished. Children learned by example, listening and watching their parents and others in the band. A girl followed her mother and played at the daily tasks of cooking and making clothing. A boy identified not only with his father, but with his father's family, as well as with the bravest warrior in the band. By the time he was four or five, he was expected to skillfully handle a horse. At five or six, he was given a small bow and some arrows. Boys were highly respected because they would become warriors and might die young in battle. Only after he had proven himself on a buffalo hunt was a young man allowed to go to war. Comanches often kidnapped children during their raids. Many were raised to be Comanches. One of the more famous captives in Texas was a German boy named Herman Lehman. He had been kidnapped by the Apaches only to escape and be captured by the Comanches. He became the adopted son of Kuana Parker, the paramount chief of the Comanches. An even more significant result of another Comanche kidnapping was the taking of a white nine-year-old Cynthia Ann Parker. She was a daughter of one of Texas' most prominent early settlers, a group that handled Texas Ranger captains, politicians, and prominent Baptists who founded the state's first Protestant church. Cynthia soon forgot her mother tongue learned Indian ways, and became a full member of the tribe. She married War Chief Peter Nakuna and had three children by him, of whom Kuana was the eldest. When Kuana was 12, Cynthia was recaptured during an attack by Texas Rangers on her village. Cynthia refused to be repatriated and rejoined the Comanche family. 
Kuana Parker later became the Comanche chief who campaigned for better deals for his people, meeting with Washington's politicians and helped manage land for the tribe. 1871 saw the beginning of the end of the Indian Wars in America. 250 years of bloody combat had begun with the first landing of the first ship on the first fatal shore of Virginia. Today, the Comanche Nation is headquartered in Lawton, Oklahoma. The tribe requires enrolled members to have at least one-eighth blood quantum, which is equivalent to one great-grandparent. The tribe operates its own housing authority. They have their own department of higher education. They own ten tribal smoke shops and four casinos. Each July, Comanche gather from across the United States to celebrate their heritage in Walters, Oklahoma, at the annual Comanche Homecoming Powwow. I hope you have enjoyed this brief review of the Comanche Indians. Be sure to check on follow to listen to next week's Minutes with Maurice podcast. Until then, I am Maurice St. Germain.